0: So, uh, what happened? What do you mean? Nothing happened. I had to get out of there. All right, so next time you take her to your place. No, I tried that. She says it has a weird smell. What kind of smell? I don't know. Soap? All right, listen, Ross, you like this girl, right? Yeah. You want to see her again, right? Yeah. So you're going to have to do it in the mess. (laughs) Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah. I mean, uh... Who cares about a little sloppiness? Right? It's uh, it's endearing, really. All right. Brett, didn't think of a spoiler. So you're going to have to do it in the mess. This, this, <laughs> this is Chandler Spoilers. Nice. I was hoping to get some shock value out of you with that one. Had nothing to do with what we were talking yeah, about earlier.
1: Definitely. Caught me off guard for sure.
0: This is Josh from Goshen. This is Spoilers Podcast. If this is the first time you're listening to Spoilers Podcast, we'll do a quick opening question with our hosts. We'll break down the plot of this episode of Friends, we'll give it a rating, and we'll maybe see if there's some trivia to be had, but with just two of us, Brett, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um opening question for you, Brett. And I can go first if you want me to, but it's it's a pretty simple one. Just how do you rate yourself? as a gift giver
1: oh i see what i feel like before i give the gift is like an a how i feel after i give the gift (laughs) is like a b minus i feel like i do sentimental gifts but like they seem to fall flat sometimes i think i'm okay i'll I'll take it in the middle i'll say b plus
0: does anything come to mind like any particular bad gifts you gave or like regretted or something Feel like you had something on your mind. That wasn't really part of my question. It just seemed like you had something.
1: (laughs) One of the best gifts I ever gave, it just didn't really work because of our, I bought Brittany a Roomba uh, like four years ago because we didn't have a working vacuum, but it literally wasn't strong enough to clean up our dog Roxy's hair. (laughs) And it's just like sitting in the closet and it was like 350 bucks
0: uh yeah this is josh from goshen i envy people that are really good gift givers i think it's such a cool thing I, we have a couple in our family jordan's wife kirsten she's a really good gift giver uh my grandma my dad's mom tremendous gift giver others too that i, I don't want to name like everyone in my family those are just some that come to mind but it, it's a it's a real skill and a gift and i feel like i'm always making panic buys brett that's like a week or two away from Christmas. I'm like panicking, not enough time to use like Amazon stuff sometimes. And they're just like, not good.
1: I'm pretty proud of, uh, 2017 when we first moved into our house and it was our first year as a married couple, I started a tradition that I'm pretty proud of. And Brittany seemed to really like it. I bought her a snow globe, uh, personalized. It said first Christmas as the Kelly's 2017, um it was really nice and then every year i buy her another snow globe that's got the year on it now last year i couldn't find one with the year and what she wanted so we'll have to like carve that in but i feel like that's a pretty and then i get excited when she brings them out and she stacks them up uh next to each other and i think it was a pretty cool idea i think i did pretty well with that
0: well, if you're done braggadociousing about your snow globes, do you mind? A little bit. Do you mind if we talk about Se- Friends season four, episode six, the one with the dirty girl?
1: I, I would love that. <laughs>
0: Let's get into it. Um, they always do a cold open in Friends before they play the theme song. And I feel like there's a pattern here going on, Brett. This episode and last one, in the middle of season four, Ross and Rachel have been broken up for a bit. But the showrunners like know this relationship is key and central. And they make a point to kind of tease the audience about it here at the beginning again, don't they?
1: Yeah, and actually, I was looking when I was scrolling to the episode... I had forgotten. I get I got my timelines a little mixed up mixed up. So not only did they break up in season three, but they very briefly got together at the end of season three, last episode, and the beginning of season four, first episode. And then it ended very poorly. So it's like tripled the animosity. Gotcha. Um, the whole the whole beach thing where they did they she he had to leave the read the letter 18 pages front and back. and uh, (laughs) she wanted him to take responsibility for the breakup and he's like no he's not going to do it because we were on a break But
0: yes that makes so much more sense I recall all those storylines and I feel like it'll be interesting to see in the episodes we do about the Kathy Chronicles how their relationship is in this mini arc because they're definitely tapping in on it early and often
1: and in the Beach House episodes, it actually, it's the first time, I believe, that they tease uh, a Chandler and Monica Future. Really? Because the whole thing is about, he's all like basically saying, would you marry me um, if we're both this age? If I was the last person on the earth, would you marry me? And it's kind of like a harmless thing, but I think it's a little foreshadowing, so.
0: Yeah, and maybe it's kind of the writers just playing around with that concept, seeing how the audience takes it and stuff. But here we get a very... Sing, after the theme song Which Brett I didn't skip it Scout's Honor What about you? I didn't
1: I did okay. this time No because I told <laughs> Brittany I said I said Josh kind of uh, Shamed me into watching it And she's like How do you do that? I thought he didn't do it But he, he said Oh you can't skip this And she said You've seen it a billion times ago Not since Chandler died So I watched it Still
0: in bed acting And work Not since Chandler died. And I do think the season's intros are, they keep editing new clips in and kind of changing it up. Yeah, it's like so. a time
1: capsule. It's like a time capsule.
0: Yeah. So it's not bad. But anyway, a very single Chandler comes out of the theme song and he has gotten a terrific gift for Joey's girlfriend, hasn't
1: he? <laughs> yeah, but I think we skipped the, probably the A storyline. Uh, you said you gave it to you threw it to me and I kind of I botched it and then I think we skipped it. It's a whole Ross and the Dirty Girl.
0: Yeah, but that if you're actually looking at the chronology of the episode that hasn't actually come up
1: yet. That's not the first thing you see is them making out in the street, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. So that's well, Brett, we'll get to the Dirty Girl. OK, this is more important. These this is. This is Chandler spoilers.
1: Okay, so Kathy Chronicles. Why did yep. he
0: get such a great gift for Joey's girlfriend?
1: Yeah, well, it's because he obviously loves her and he gets her uh, first edition uh, copy of her favorite book, The Velveteen Rabbit. And uh, he he makes it act like he was all nonchalant about how hard it was, but he actually had to go through a lot to get it. And I think it was Phoebe who said something like, oh, what a great way to say I'm in love with my roommate's girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, and he's like, Oh crap, you think it's obvious? you are like, Yeah, it's obvious, so it's uh, a little too much.
0: Yeah, this is it is a really good gift, and in the context of this show, I think that you're supposed to think Chandler is like a pretty good, thoughtful guy for doing this, but I gotta say, this is probably a mistake
1: by him, yeah, but I don't think he sees it that way until afterwards, and yes, it's it's Uh, it's a step too far.
0: It's like in last episode when he's running through traffic just to say hi. Yeah. He should have come to the conclusion when he's like on his third or fourth phone call and bookstore visit trying to nab this Velveteen Rabbit book that like, hey, this is like kind of psychotic behavior.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. He probably, I mean, it's crazy that he didn't realize it.
0: I love Chandler, but that's just kind of like adult revelation. I always thought... I. Totally on Chandler's side over Joey, like pretty much in all cases in this series. But I do think this is a bit of a misstep. Causes some problems, too. For sure. But we'll get to those problems in a little bit. Because like you said at the beginning of the episode, the reason Ross and Rachel have a little tiff is because everyone is kind of impressed with the hotness of the girl that Ross is seen with. Outside. Well, thank you for the delicious dinner. You're welcome for a delicious dinner. <laughs> hey, what are you guys looking at? Ross and the most beautiful girl in the world.
1: Yeah, come to Papa.
0: <laughs> but the problem here we get in Act One when she takes them back up to the apartment is what? Well. She's a dirty girl, so does that mean she's, uh, She's calling him saying dirty words. Is she like overly sexual. Why is she the dirty girl, Brett?
1: Yeah, so all the things that you said would be good things. What her problem is is a bad thing. Um she probably has the grossest apartment I've ever seen. Like I still we'll get to it later, but like the chocolate sauce stuff on his hand is like <laughs> the freaking grossest thing in the world. I was telling Wifey, I I I can be a pretty dirty guy. I've gotten a little better as old age, but
0: our our place in on Maple Street in Bloomington when we were college roommates was pretty bad on both accounts. Not blaming yeah, you, yeah, yeah, Maple,
1: yeah, Maple was bad. We had nasty kitchens, we had nasty bathrooms, we had nasty upstairs. My room was obviously a mess. Um, I think it got a little better on the Dunn Streets um, house, but like, to I was saying, I do I, do you think it's realistic to be that unaware? Like, I was a dirty person like that, and I was telling Brittany like. I at least pretended for a couple months that I was clean before I started, like my real self came out. But even still, I'm like <laughs> dirty, dirty laundry, dirty laundry on the floor. I don't throw like trash on the floor. Or- okay.
0: Well, I think we don't need to get to it later. This episode is called The Dirty Girl. What are some of those details you're picking up in the apartment? Because, like you said, like as bad as we may have gotten in college, this is just like a couple levels exponentially higher than
1: that even let's see if i can uh hopefully you'll play the clip but let's see if i can sum it up by what ross said you know how when you get home you throw your coat on a chair Dude.
0: <laughs> so you just left the place was really that bad
1: you know how you throw your jacket
0: on a chair at the end of the day mm. well like that only instead of a chair it's a pile of garbage <laughs> And instead of a jacket, it's a pile of garbage. (laughs) And instead of the end of the day, it's the end of time,
1: and garbage is all that has survived.
0: Is that the funniest quote of the episode? I laughed out loud just by myself watching it.
1: Yeah. First of all, like a little, we were a little harsh on Ross last episode, but he's bringing some heat in this episode. He's pretty good. I dig it. Um, I dig it. Also, I love the classic. She's like, "Oh, what?" make a contest of who could bring home the nerdiest guy. And he's like, I hope she wins. There's there's trash. He's got a hamster. Is it a hamster?
0: There's a hamster on the loose Kitty and pig? also a rat on the loose.
1: Yeah. Like they, they attack. There's something <laughs> crawling in a bag of chips. So he like beats it. And she's like, Oh no, that's my gerbil or, or my hamster. The shit out of it. <laughs> and then She opens up. She goes, Oh, it's okay. It's just a rat. And he's like, Oh no. And he like, when they're fooling around, he, sticks his hand in something and it's just black goo
0: there's like panties hanging up on a line like very prominently there is like a bowl with something that looks like a lobster or a crab in it it's just kind of absurd it's off to the right i gotta look it up like Um,
1: that's so great it's so gross like they did a really good job
0: the only thing that really reminds me of our college place that would be at this house is that one time that i nailed a piece of pizza to your wall like that would fit in yeah. well
1: with her room yeah josh liked to play pranks on me and all of our roommates thought it was the funniest thing like he put he put a uh, like a half glass of milk under my bed so it would spoil and he wanted to see how long it took me he also put like all of our silverware in my all right bed. all
0: right all right
1: all right but yeah he, he went like i had this really high vaulted ceiling what is it? Maybe 18 feet high and you got up on a ladder or something and you <laughs> nailed a piece of pizza on the wall. I mean, who does that? And that, would, that
0: would fit into this lady's apartment like seamlessly, which is the funny part. Yes. My only other note with this stuff with Ross from a high perspective, though, Brett, is this feels really Seinfeld-y. Definitely. It's like a perfect girl, but what's what's the ick? What's her...
1: Definitely, I didn't even think about that. That is perfect. I'm looking at this room, trying to see this lobster you're talking about.
0: (laughs) I noticed it later.
1: Shoes, trash. She picks up a thing of Pringles, looking for. Oh, I got a time code for you. I got a time code
0: with six oh five left on max. Looks like it's sixteen, maybe twenty. I I would love to get a second pair of eyes to see this. Yeah, it's.
1: Oh my god, Josh, that is lobster. Right next to an empty beer. There's a bag. Are those Bosco breadsticks? There's <laughs> a, a a roll of toilet paper sitting on the on the stereo. Oh
0: my god. Half gosh. unrolled.
1: Josh, that is a lobster.
0: It's almost like uh she brought a lobster from the store. And didn't cook it and just dye it in this bowl. <laughs> it's what it looks like. There's um, toilet
1: paper all over the ground, open styrofoam. Oh my God. Have you seen how many, you know, how when you get to go food, they put them in the little styrofoam? Uh huh. If you look, they're like everywhere in the background.
0: That makes sense for her.
1: Oh, there's, a, there's an apple with a bite taken out of it sitting on the
0: couch. I feel like they had a lot of fun making this set.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Didn't think about that. So sorry,
1: another funny (laughs) in joke on this that uh, you probably would have gotten to is he says during his first time there, he's like, hey, want to go back to my place? And she basically says she doesn't want to go to his place because his place smells funny. And then that leads to actually, that's my funny. That's the funniest joke. When he goes, funny smell, what do you think it could be? And he goes, I don't know, soap. Next time you take her to your place. No, I tried that. She says it has a weird smell. What kind of smell? Oh. I don't know.
0: Soap. <laughs> Holy shit. No? This is Rebecca Remain.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't... probably remain famous at this point.
0: Yeah, I'm just reading her IMDb now. I I mean, she's an te- attractive, tall, blonde girl, but I, I was just going to say, like, her acting is not stellar here.
1: No. I don't know if her acting chops is what made her famous, but how would I know man (laughs) Now I want to check the IMDB stats to see if there's like if you look you can see a rat and the side I don't know but I'm sure there's something good somebody found but yeah that's Rebecca
0: remain like if anyone has anyone else mentioned the lobster in the trivia is that kind of what you're looking for
1: yeah either that or it's a freaking baby xenomorph
0: Basically, the dirty girl, um, Rebecca Romaine Stamos, she, it, her and Ross break up just like a Seinfeld episode because she's just too dirty for him. Even despite Joey kind of like convincing him that she's worth the mess. As my teaser for the episode, she was bald, Jerry. <laughs> but uh, do you want to get back into some Chandler stuff,
1: maybe? Sure. Because I think we're about done with
0: the the dirty girls that th-
1: story. I mean, yeah, he leaves. Yeah,
0: Ch- there's a little tag on the end of the episode where Monica tries to clean her apartment and oh, isn- yeah. isn't allowed in. But that's pretty much it for that story arc. But with Chandler, minus that one Ross line you put forth earlier, I think some of our best comedy we get in this Friends episode is when everyone is roasting Joey about his gift ideas. Some really classic stuff yeah. here.
1: Yeah, he has the best idea for a gift. It's a a coupon for an hour of Joey love, which is very, very on par for what Joey thinks is a good gift.
0: Which Rachel is the one that calls him out for that. So is that an early hint to some Rachel Joey stuff?
1: I don't think they were thinking about that back then because I I hated that. I didn't like that storyline and uh, I don't think the fans did either. No one did.
0: I think what one of the funny parts is Ross pointing out that like, Hey Chandler, you're getting this awesome, thoughtful gift and Joey's going to get her an orange. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's freaking funny.
0: Do you think the pen clock deserves like a special shout out as just like a prop from this episode?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's first of all, it's classic Joey thinking that that's what somebody would want. So like Joey just doesn't think that way. I don't, He probably thinks that, since he gives good love, that he doesn't need.
0: Honey, what he means by that is, while this is a very nice gift, maybe it's just not something a boyfriend gives? Sure it is. She needs a pen for
1: work, she's writing, she turns it over, whoa! It's time for my date with Joey! All right, look, look, what, what did you get for Angela Delvecchio for her birthday? She didn't have a birthday while we were going out. For three years. First of all, Joey dating someone for three years does not sound like Joey.
0: That doesn't sound right at all.
1: He didn't know that he had to get her something. They'd only been together for a few weeks. Yeah,
0: that that timeline doesn't match up at all, actually. Three years for Joey. I think we get enough flashbacks and stuff. like That doesn't make sense.
1: All of a sudden, he's missed a relationship. (laughs) He also busts busts Kathy out. He busts Kathy out because she wants to pee in his apartment. And he embarrasses her and says, you can pee here.
0: Yeah, Matt, uh, Matt yeah. LeBlanc as Joey is having a little trouble coming off as a protagonist.
1: Yeah, he's not very uh, aware, self-aware of anything.
0: And he doesn't like pick up on this Chandler is hitting on my girlfriend by getting her a better gift than me. No. And is that that's almost endearing, actually, like he would never suspect Chandler. right? But
1: he didn't know that he got her that gift for himself. He thought that he bought it for him, remember?
0: Ah, you're right, you're right.
1: That was really nice. That's a really, really good line from Chandler is that the thing is, I'd rather her have it. I want her to have it even if it's not for me because that's how much he likes her and that's how much he knows she's going to love the gift.
0: But he's so smart and even despite, I guess, his quote, best efforts, she does find out about it, right? I mean, she she sees right through that shit. They both know Joey.
1: And then they definitely have him They definitely have a moment at the end. Let's
0: talk about it. We can catch up on some other stuff in a minute, but.
1: That's fine.
0: I, after I watched this and I took a shower and I was thinking about it, this is kind of the moment that stuck out for me. Because it is such like a touching moment where she realizes like the gift is from him and she admits that to him. And it's kind of just like very cathartic moment because you're so frustrated for Chandler this whole episode.
1: Yeah. You really didn't have to. Wow. See, you, you think it's just a pen, but then you, you turn it over and it's also a clock.
0: <laughs> no, this is great. Thank you, Chandler. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh.
0: Hmm. Want to go to bed? <laughs>
1: I'll be in in a minute. Oh, uh, don't forget your coupon. <laughs> Good night.
0: Um, thank you for the gift.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I just, I just knew that sometimes when you're writing, you, you don't always know the exact time.
0: <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean the pen. Thank you for the book.
1: Uh, the book?
0: The Velveteen Rabbit. Kind of have the feeling you had something to do with it. What do you mean? Well, uh, when Joey gave it to me, he said, This is because I know you like rabbits and I know you like cheese.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I love it. And I know how hard it must have been for you to find. Oh, well. By the way, in case you missed that, that sound was, oh, mom. Um.
0: You must really like Joey to go to all that trouble for him.
1: Oh, yeah, he's my... (sighs) He's my best friend. Well... Good night.
0: Hey, that coupon expires, you know. But then like basically Joey beckons her to the room for sex and she obliges and it's played up as comedy and it is kind of funny, but it's, there's something like really complex in all of that. I think.
1: We got to feel bad for Joey too, because I I mean, you feel bad for the two because they realize that they have a spark, but like Joey's innocent and all this. He's just, you know, he's, he doesn't realize that a girl that he likes and his best friend are formulating feelings for each other. He's just, he's Joey. He wants some Joey love. He's, you know, that coupon does expire. So, but yes, uh, this leads into the Don't next you episode, think the, which
0: 2023 Friends would have a Joey type character, maybe just suggesting like a polyamorous relationship between the three of them or something.
1: Well, yeah, but I. Not like it would matter, but Joey would probably be black and uh, uh, Chandler would probably be Latino in 2023, which I'm not saying there's a problem is, with that.
0: That's a weird snipe, but...
1: It's not a snipe. I mean, you're you're talking 2023. The show would be different. Let's put it that way.
0: Do you think that...
1: You can edit that out of the Did that
0: cross that. your mind, though? Do you think uh, Do you no. think that would ever work if what? Joey and Chandler tried to share a, a no, girlfriend have, or something?
1: They're both, like, masculine, like... I know. Okay, that's a funny comment saying Chandler's masculine is he's like not at all. But they get weird about hugging each other, and so I I don't know. I I don't see that happening. Plus, you know, in the show, Joey's packing some heat, and Chandler never feels like he is. So I don't think Chandler would be able to handle that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I digress, Brett. This situation with Joey's girlfriend and Chandler, how how do you feel like it's left here? How is the the Kathy Chronicles left in the second episode that we're covering of it? Yeah,
1: so I was going to say earlier, the next episode is called the, the one where Chandler crosses a line. And he doesn't cross the line in this episode, but he's at the very end. They're both walking towards that line, if you know what I mean.
0: She's given some doe eyes, isn't she?
1: Yeah, they're definitely... They Whoever definitely have gave a me moment. this
0: gift must have liked me very much. Like
1: Definitely. I think that's the first time she's... Well, I don't know. Uh, I think she's been a little aware earlier, too. I think she gets some, kind of a little embarrassed when he's talking about how loud they're being in the last episode. And I just think she realizes that they had a moment when they're watching TV. And this is just like the first time where it's like, oh, crap. This guy likes me and I like him. What are we going to do? So I would say it's uh, kind of a cliffhanger because they have to remind themselves that Joey's in the other room and that they both care about Joey, which is not a good sign for Joey.
0: No, (laughs) but Chandler seems like a good friend. Joey's still oblivious. I feel like we still got good vibes going mostly all around, Yeah. obviously tension in the room, and we'll get to more Kathy Chronicle stuff in our next Friend Spoilers episode but right now, Brett, we're not to final thoughts yet, because we haven't talked about Monica and Phoebe becoming right. business partners.
1: I actually think Phoebe's pretty freaking funny in this episode it's like, I'll have some, please and my money, please um, <laughs> I I think she's got a couple funny lines and that's good writing
0: too isn't it Brett because like that ends up being like her role right is like chasing down the money and she's kind of showing that skill in a weird way against Monica at first
1: yeah but she has no problem and she even says oh I'm sorry for acting like a bank yeah so she Monica's like oh I don't I don't know what to do I can't I can't cater this funeral because I don't have any money and Phoebe's like oh I'll lend you the money and and she does the catering the funeral it goes really well and i think i think monica's i think what she did was okay but maybe i maybe talk to phoebe what she does is she takes that money and she goes and buys a bunch of stuff for catering which is kind of what phoebe said you know go be a caterer you can't like she didn't say go cater that funeral she said go be a caterer so you take the money you buy equipment, and then you start being a common caterer. But it, like you mentioned earlier, is a little moment where it's like a little uncomfortable.
0: <gasps> oh, look at this. I'm an omelet station. <laughs> omelet made to order. <laughs> I'll have one, please. Plus my money. <laughs>
1: well, I didn't realize that you needed to back right away. And you told me to go and be a caterer. So I went. I bead.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I use it to buy all this stuff. But look. I got another job tomorrow, so I'll pay you back with the money I make from that. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I
1: acted like a bank. Oh.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that, mo- that moment with the money, Brett, it really ages the show that Monica borrows 500 bucks in, New- in downtown New York City living to like start her business.
1: Manhattan, yeah. We
0: should have gotten. We should have gotten in then, Brett. Yeah, Why didn't I mean, we get in in New York? The bottom for five hundred bucks.
1: It, let's just let's be realistic. If this was really Manhattan at this time, the apartment they live in, uh, twelve grand a month, maybe. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I think, and I feel like that's a
0: pretty common. That's a pretty common complaint levied against this show, right? Like how how is this possible?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But it, they do. They do explain it a way, somewhat, it is rent-controlled, because of their grandma, they're illegally subletting it from their grandma. Right. And no one cares, so... And
0: Ross just lives elsewhere, and he's rich, so he has a costly apartment, and that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's...
0: But it has a weird smell.
1: I, again, it, that never bothered me. That, yeah, it does have a weird smell, and there's dinosaur toys everywhere, so... um, it
0: Smells like soap!
1: Soap... <laughs> Yeah, so they go do this wedding, and there's uh, some, fu- I think, funny bits in here with the lady. Funeral. Yeah, what'd I say? Wedding? Wedding. Opposite.
0: <laughs> they go to this birth.
1: Wrong Catholic sacrament. Um, <laughs> technically, death's not one, you know what I mean. And they, Monica's having trouble getting the money from the lady, because every time she goes out there, the lady acts really sad. But they, whenever they see her, she's like, she literally sings Grand O Flag and Jeepers Creepers. Um, which,
0: Dude, those shots cracked me up. Yeah, no,
1: that's funny. It's, again, this is a funny... It's uncomfortable <laughs> a little bit, but it's it's definitely a funny scene. And finally, Phoebe's like, yeah, we're not leaving. That's my money. And then she goes out and like yells at this lady to get the money, and then they leave, and everyone's staring at Monica like she did something wrong. But she's right. You gotta get freaking paid for what you're doing.
0: I think that would have been an equally... Good opening question as the gift giver one, Brett. Is like, how good are you at asking for money that you're owed? Awful. Same. It's like, that's, that is a skill. Like, literally, I do like the fact Phoebe steps up in that role. And as an adult, I really respect what she's doing, I guess, or something.
1: Yeah. She's from the streets. I mean, for sure. She didn't, she didn't have the luxury, I guess, of, but, Yeah, that's good, but I feel like Monica's kind of tough later on in the season, in the series, but I don't know. She's not very good with confrontation, I guess. She wasn't good when they forgot to invite Judy to, not Judy, but Rachel's mom to the bachelorette party or whatever, or baby shower, so I guess it's a little, it's pretty consistent, but yeah, Phoebe's tough. She doesn't pull punches. She just says what is on her mind, so.
0: I don't want to spoil too much, but as we move along in the Catholic Chronicles, I think we will see this partnership fall apart. But yeah. for right now, this uh catering thing seems to be working, right, Brett? Cuz like Monica is going to do the cooking, Phoebe is going to collect the money, probably help in just other like little ways and yeah. I don't know, like it's kind of fun to I don't know. Imagine yourself going into business or something with a friend. So there's like a little bit of that feeling here too or something. It's oh, feel sure.
1: good. It would be exciting.
0: Like if we, if we started a podcast together.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we didn't start spoilers, but we, we finished it.
0: Uh, Didn't we start it? I don't remember. It was so long ago. Who's to say?
1: Yeah, yeah. Who who even listens to the first hundred episodes? We were there.
0: I don't even the think they're these. on Spotify anymore.
1: <laughs> they shouldn't be. They're awful. <laughs> hey. Okay, awful is a strong word. They got spoilers got better and better. The more experience we got, and the more our lineup changed.
0: I'm gonna it's, make the plot tag for this episode Uh, it's almost like we went in reverse of importance or something you might save the most important plot to the end but nope we got jennifer aniston's plot Uh, i was going to say the one friend storyline she's the one without much going on she's simply trying to fill out a crossword puzzle this episode is she not
1: yeah so i do crossword puzzles it's one of my favorite things i do uh I'm, i'm pretty good at them i get the new york times ones it's literally the only thing i'll touch On that poisonous rag. But I love their crosswords. And I can tell you right now, there's no way that that's anything other than a Monday crossword. So,
0: why do you say that? What is that? She's not,
1: she's not, they're not super easy and she's not smart. So, there's no way she's doing a Wednesday, Friday, or a Sunday. There's no way she's doing a Sunday crossword. But it's impressive to do it all by yourself, I, I suppose, even though she didn't really do it by herself.
0: But yeah, she she doesn't have much going on kinda like <laughs> yeah, kind of like Monica last episode.
1: Kind of in between story, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, she's still like very present bouncing stuff off people, but it kind of just occurred to me, Brett, uh we're doing this episode, my grandpa passed away 1 year ago today, and he huh. like crosswords was like his shit, too. He's Always doing those. That was his thing. You guys could have talked about it. Talked about the Sunday and Monday, whatever crosswords and knew what the fuck you're talking about. That'd have been good.
1: Well, my uh grandpa died almost exactly ten months ago. And he died exactly exactly one year after my grandma died. So hopefully they're all up in heaven listening to spoilers. So plus Are you there, Josh? Yeah. Uh you got really quiet. Plus today. 3 day 3 years no nicotine.
0: Well, we're talking about serious stuff. You want me to be like I don't have the soundboard. I could be like Mikey with the
1: yay. Wow, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's alright. <laughs> it's alright. I don't I don't need any praise. I'm I just happy things are much better. I breathe a lot better now, so.
0: Congrats, man. And uh thank you.
1: But yeah, I would uh I would like to have done some uh crosswords and stuff so with your, with your grandpa. <laughs>
0: Alright. What about final thoughts, Brett? What do you got from for me?
1: Would you like to come in?
0: Did Homo erectus hunt with wooden tools?
1: I would say I like last episode more than this one. Um Do you want me to rate this episode?
0: No, that's for, that's for the yes or no. This is final thoughts. Okay.
1: Final thoughts. Um a stronger a much a much, much stronger performance by Phoebe this episode. Um, a lot better than the sticky shoes. And Oof, don't much, remind us. <laughs> much better performance by Ross. I also read that this was Rebecca Remain stamus's like acting debut in television or movies. So like that's Shows. crazy. Shows, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying in general, yeah, acting debut. But other than that, no, I think uh
0: Well, I was ripping on her earlier, so I guess that makes sense if literally her first time reading Oh, I thought
1: you said shows like yeah, not movies, Brett. Shows. Yes, you said it shows. Yes. Yes, it does show. It does show. (laughs) She gets better though, I guess. You got any final thoughts?
0: Trace was walking by earlier when she heard me talking about probably like how hot she is. So that was (laughs) a good time. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, I feel like I used up most of my notes. My only other kind of question I had Brett was like, are you familiar with the Velveteen Rabbit story at all? I I don't really have any basis of knowledge of that. Not
1: really. I literally told myself, Brett, you should probably read the Velveteen Rabbit. I think I listened to it once during one of my meditations, which it was just used to be an excuse for me to take a nap. Um, But (laughs) I don't (laughs) really remember. I don't really remember. It could have been a different rabbit. There's a lot of rabbits,
0: Marjorie Williams wrote it. Stuffed rabbit sewn from velveteen is given as a Christmas present to a small boy. That sounds right. It sounds pretty touching. Maybe yeah. kind of sad.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I wonder if that gives deeper meaning to Kathy's character. If you like, really know the velveteen rabbit, maybe you, like understand her childhood or some shit. If you've read that, I don't know. Maybe. Alright, let's do yes or nos I will go first today, Brett Actually, okay. you know what? I feel like you almost gave yours away A second ago yeah, So sorry. you go first with your yes or no And your we're doing letter grade ratings For friends, that's what we're gonna do
1: So it's a, it's a yes It was a lot of funny parts um, Ross was killer And you didn't get it as much uh, Chandler and Kathy But you do get some robust Storylines I think I gave the last episode a B B+. So I'll give this one a A B. B, yeah, I am gonna give it a B.
0: You started with a B plus and then lowered it to a B at the end of your
1: Oh, did I? Your, yeah, Ooh, segment. Yeah. Um Uh, you know what? I'll give this a B plus then. I know that's weird, I was gonna give it worse, but I think there's enough comedy in it and some heart that I'll give it a B plus. Because it doesn't have so it does doesn't have that a terrible storyline.
0: This is Josh from Goshen. I, I think yeah, this that really goes a long way when there isn't a storyline that just like bugs the hell out of you, right? Um, that said, I don't think this is like top tier friends. So I was actually hovering in that same B plus range weirdly too, Brett. Yeah. And as I look at like the IMDb ratings, the one with Joey's new girlfriend is eight point two. And this one is 8.4, which looks huh. like people generally kind of agree. This one's just kind of a, a little step better than last yeah. episode. I see it. Honestly, Ross talking about the trash was really funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> a yes it's... for me.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have a quick little trivia for you, Brett. I'm probably not going to be able to do this again because you're going to catch on. And probably knowing your brain, you will like memorize all of the Um. cast's appearances. But I'm wondering, do you know how many acting credits Rebecca Romaine? She has no Stamos currently on IMDb. Just Rebecca Romaine. How many acting credits does she have according to IMDb?
1: Ooh, um... 42? That's low. Is it way more than that?
0: Ah, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to lock in your guess. I'm enjoying you working through it.
1: I'll bump it up a little bit. I'll go 48. I still think it's probably low, but I'm going to go 48.
0: <sighs> I love how you're zeroing in on it, Brett. The answer is actually 61. Ah. I was gonna, I was gonna give you a grace number of ten for this one to quote win it, seeing as you nailed the last one. Yeah, a little
1: easier. <laughs> on the nose. I, I just assumed she does other stuff like that. Thought she was like a model, but maybe she wasn't. And then, yeah. Oh well.
0: Well, I'll I'll give a hot take really quick. Yeah. My hot take is just if you're enjoying the second episode of Friends from spoilers, feel free to uh, tell a friend about it. A lot of times we ask for like Apple Podcast ratings, or even to like subscribe to our Patreon, which we'd obviously love. But I think it'd be cool if you just told a friend who maybe liked movies and stupid shows like Friends, uh "Hey, there's this like funny podcast that puts out a lot of episodes. You should listen to them. They're good dudes, right, Brett? We're good dudes.
1: We're friends. Oh yeah, we're good dudes. We are friends. We're friends." better than listening
0: to spoilers <laughs> take it away spoiler man
1: special thank you to our patrons druid king
0: go see a musical
1: brother brian yes matt troll
0: Man, it is so hard to shop for girls. Nick. While well, this is a very nice gift, maybe it's just not something a boyfriend gives? The Meg. She didn't have a birthday while we were going out. The Wolf. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks, man. Nurse Stacy. It's either, you know, that massage wasn't long enough, or I don't recognize any of those songs, or, you know, these sombreros aren't big enough. Bad little white girl.
1: Barky, 420. You
0: think she's faking?
1: Spencer. Yeah, I found this great play. It's called Invisible Things for Kathy. Gale. It's a book. <laughs> PK. And there's nobody to hug.
0: Dr. Lars. Oh, hey, there wasn't any change from that 20, was there? Swole. I did it. Oh, I finished it. Cheese. zombie. Yeah, I'm a hard ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was spoilers.